Welcome to Peer to Peer, the podcast, brought to you by Rainer. Listen in as we hear from top surgeons having great conversations with their peers about hot and popular topics in ophthalmology. In this special episode of Peer to Peer, the podcast, renowned surgeons Dr. Roger Zaldivar, Dr. Filomena Ribeiro, and Dr. Joaquin Fernandez Perez gather at the 25th Congress at Faco Elsha in Spain to discuss the key takeaways from Rayner's clinical symposium on optical quality and patient satisfaction and interesting and exciting trends covered at this year's event. Dr. Filomena Ribeiro is the head of the Department of Ophthalmology at the Hospital de Luz in Lisbon, Portugal. Dr. Roger Zaldivar is the CEO of the Instituto Zaldivar in Mendoza, Argentina. Dr. Joaquin Fernandez Perez is the CEO and Medical Director of the Ophthalmology Department at Q Vision in Vithas Virgen del Mar Hospital in Spain. Let's listen in. Welcome Dr. Zaldivar, Dr. Ribeiro and Dr. Joaquin Fernandez. How long have you been coming to Faco Elche and what makes it such a great Congress? Well, I am coming for 10 years approximately, and uh, I really think that uh, this this meeting are becoming in a Latin American and Iberia meeting. It's the meeting point for all of us to see us, uh, to share all the knowledge uh, that we are acquiring with our experience and the evidence. And I think it's the strength, and also not only talk about the the science, the evidence, but also something that uh, could uh, worry about the profession and market. Uh, I really think it's a, a 360 degrees uh, cover of the professional and the science of uh, ophthalmology. Thank you. This is my first time in Facoelche. It's been a wonderful experience. Um, I, I had the the the, the information of my father coming many many years he was able to come the, the actually the first or, or second time and the evolution of this meeting it's superb as my good friend Joaquin was saying it's not only about the the knowledge of the European community also it's this is strengthened by by the Latin American community that is is this is by far one of the most important meetings in the world and I'm very, very happy to be here. Well, uh, I think I'm coming for 10 years almost, almost 10 years, something like Joaquin. Uh, and the truth is that uh, this is not only a Congress. This is a, a sharing experience. This is a, a, a true uh, scientific community, sharing ideas, innovation, experience, uh, also, of course, evidence. But um, this is growing like a community, not a Congress. Another question for all of you. Are there any new trends and topics you are seeing across the presentations? Well, I really think that the trends uh, is creating here in, in this type of meeting, in Faco Elche, of course, in the ESCAR, another meeting that we have. But um, more and more, I think that all of us are creating the trends, not as the industry. I think it's a very good option. I have the opportunity of the leadership of the trends based on the ophthalmology and the patient needs. And more and more industry, I think that they are trying to adapt to these needs that we are having in the clinical practice. 
um, probably the diagnostics is improving incredibly and also the profiles, uh, optical profiles of the intraocular lens for um, simultaneous vision is an, an explosion of develop. Uh, so these two fields, I think, is we are having improvement right now. Yeah, th this meeting is absolutely in the cutting edge of every single space in, in the field. Um, I'm impressed with the amount of options that we have today regarding IOL technology. And uh, I was very, very happy to, to see here the, the importance that software is gaining in the field. Um, we had the chance to see um, the development done by Joaquin regarding the selection of different technology considering evidence-based um, publications which will truly be very useful for us to be able to select the best option for each patient and there are other uh, projects down there all of them focusing in getting the best information to assist better the patient based in software. So I'm really looking forward to this technology. Um, I also would like to remark the, the work of uh, Joaquin uh, doing uh, all the functional classification of uh, uh, all the options of uh, the optical designs that we have right now to try to provide uh, and fit our patients with a, a good functional vision and this is a, an amazing work that uh, for sure will make uh, a, a big step for uh, all the ophthalmologist community to understand and, and give the more uh, personalized value for these options that we right now have for our patients. Of course, we need also to talk about uh, digital health and uh, we had uh, a great presentation uh, uh, Dr. Roger uh, uh, Zaldivar with uh, the project Ruvai which is uh, an amazing instrument for uh, all of us. Dr. Ribeiro, you participated in Reiner's symposium yesterday on optical quality and pa patient satisfaction. Tell us what the speakers were reporting and your key takeaways for surgeons that were unable to attend. Well, um, I really think that uh, the key, key message uh, right now is that uh, there is always uh, a solution to provide uh, our patients and to address presbyopia correction in cataract surgery and uh, we need to attend that. And from enhanced monofocals to extend hypofocals or trifocality, we have always the ability to choose uh, the best solution for our patients and of course we need to manage the expectations of our patients and uh, this uh, symposium uh, was all about that. There was, a, there was a lot of talk in the symposium about Ray-1 EMV. Roger, I know that you have been using this enhanced monofocal IOL a lot. What are your thoughts on it? What kind of outcomes have you been getting? I, I consider this a new, new kid in the block that actually they have a couple of years now uh, of published data and evidence and, and it's, it's very useful for our practice because it, it allowed us to, give, to add value to our patients that wanted to be more spectacle independent, have a more functional vision in their daily activities 
and we were forced in the past to only pick between two options, neither be 100% far or with, a, with another strategy for micro-monovision or monovision, or for multifocality based in diffractive optics that we know it's a it's very picky technology in terms of uh, sensitivity, of contrast sensitivity. You have to have good tear film, good uh, macula and all other conditions. So in patients that were, weren't fitting in that space, we didn't have any option. Today we have this second option that is very important uh, and we, we do it in most of the people that want to have functional vision without having such a sacrifice in, in different um, aspects of night driving and different stuff. To cover your target refraction for Ray-1 EMV, EMV Toric, and which IOL do you select when targeting emetropia, for example, first minus, first plus, or closest to zero? Choose the second minus, first or second minus, depending on the willingness of the patient and, and of the, if they want to be more proactive in far vision or near intermediate vision, but always between those two options. And last question for all of you. We are increasingly using digital health to support our practices and improve patient outcomes. What digital health tools are you using or interesting to start using? Well, I, I was uh, waiting for that question because I'm absolutely in love with the work of uh, Roger with uh, Rebai. Uh, I really think that uh, in the future we are going to need uh, uh, more software that could create some collaborative uh, effort. In the past, all our effort, all our knowledge, it was acquired in our experience and based on evidence, you need to read uh, literature, you need to go to a meeting, to Congress. Right now, with this collaborative uh, big data, we could have improvement of our knowledge, collaborating with other companies and developing uh, application APP ad hoc for any of the subjects that we could have in our daily practice. So I absolutely love and we would like to acquire as soon as possible because for us it's going to go to be a big step forward in our daily practice. I want to congratulate the efforts done by, by Rainer regarding RayPro, the app, because uh, patient reported outcomes is definitely something that we have to see in detail and the job that you have done facilitating that tool to all up, or to physicians is absolutely critical to understand the, what the patients are feeling and to have a very comprehensive system to, to have the data in a very easy way. So thank you very much for your effort and for allowing us to understand all these important topics. Well, I think what we can take from this conversation is that Doctors and manufacturers, they all are trying the best to have good uh, digital health uh, solutions. And uh, it's true, RayPro is a, a very good solution also to, to provide us to combine all the objective outcomes with the patient reports uh, outcomes. And this is truly uh, a step for uh, the develop of uh, all kind of solutions that we have. The, 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 the most important thing in the future is to be able to integrate. The interoperability of all these solutions will be the, the best and, and where our patients will, be, will have the better results. If we are able to collect data from Joaquin, 
integrate it with the clinical part, with Revive, and then be able to, have, to gather all the information coming from the patient with the PRO, and everything gets to one single solution, that's where the magic happens. And there, there's where we have to be hitting, and I'm happy that we have a very nice relationship with Rainer, with their with leadership, with Joaquin, and, 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 and I'm convinced that we will all move towards that interoperability of solutions where we truly will get the most value from. Yes, and I really think that the patient reported outcomes is going to be a more important point in research because uh, all these are the outcomes that we need to know. We really need to know, not the outcome that we expect to be important, but exactly the, the outcome that report by the patient. But of course, we, we need to take from the research. Probably in the daily practice, uh, some doctor could have a distance because they could think that uh, give the patient the option of openly to talk about the outcomes uh, or the feelings could be the, a barrier. But for sure, this is a situation that we need to explore more and more. Even if we could listen from the patient something that we don't like mm -hmm. exactly, but we need to ask because we are going to improve the knowledge, try to improve the satisfaction in the, of future patients. Well, I, I think that uh, all the surgeons, sees, they can see the value of these kind of uh, solutions, of course, and uh, we see that they will be there in the future for sure. What we need to improve right now is the automatic input of data that, that is mandatory and connection between uh, instruments for instance uh, for uh, in order to have all the biometric data of the patients this kind of connectivity uh, we need to go a little bit more uh, in developing solutions universal solutions for all the instruments and also the automatic input of data PRO is absolutely correlated, highly correlated to the prior state of a patient. If a patient has a heart cataract and then they go through a surgery and they have an acceptable result, the patient is going to be very happy. If the patient is a refractive procedure, no cataract nor anything, as Joaquin has described, with a very low OSI, Objective Scatter Index, it's much more demanding in results. So that's why I'm saying that the, in the relationship between all the solutions is going to add the most value because understanding the clinical part, correlating that with the outcomes, the PRO, is going where, where we're going to get, getting the most of, uh, for us of evidence to take real decisions. If not, things can be somehow biased, but the, the, the tools are there and it's all about working together and connecting. Thank you very much. Thank you all for joining Reiner's podcast and I hope to see you next year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In the next episode of Peer to Peer the podcast, we'll be crossing the English Channel to Germany, where our next host, Professor Gerd Alfarth, will be speaking with fellow surgeons from Germany and Australia about the benefits of different IOL materials, biometry tips and tricks, and do's and don'ts with toric lenses. For more information about this episode's topic, and to read the show notes, visit the Peer to Peer Hub at rainer.com forward slash peer to peer. 
This podcast is provided for general information purposes only. The presenter's views are their own. Rayner does not endorse off-label use. Users must refer to the product labelling and instructions for use for Rayner products in all cases. Not all Rayner products are available in all countries. The full disclaimer can be found in the show notes.